Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So what would you do if you had a roommate just die and you wanted to continue to have parties and have people over to the apartment? Would you, A, report the death, B, ask another roommate to drag that person into the bedroom and just close the door and continue to live there for a while? And then when the police came, I don't know, four weeks later and said, yeah, we were just wondering if you'd heard from your roommate because we're doing a welfare check apparently the family hasn't heard from them i i thought he was here you can check in the bedroom and the police go in the bedroom and the the bed is full of a dead person (laughs) you've never heard it reported like that have you the bed was full of a dead person? Yeah, the bed was full of a dead person. So I guess they were having these parties and uh, using uh, illegal substances, and they did not want to, uh, they didn't want to report the roommate dying. So they just drug it into the bedroom and made the bed full of a dead person. And they just lived with it. Oh, well. Now, after a while, don't they start to smell? I'm just thinking there's no, there's not enough drugs in the world that can... Well, that's not true either. There is enough drugs in the world that can cover up that kind of smell. Did you know that concealing a corpse, Class E felony, punishable by up to four years in prison and a $5,000 fine? What? That seems a little harsh. For concealing a corpse? Come on now. We didn't kill him. We just... Made the bed full of a dead person. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Before we get into more apartment living, (laughs) uh, I want to tell you about whether you're living in an apartment or home, what you can do to eat better. And that would be go to moinkbox.com slash jeffy and have moink meat delivered directly to your residence why i have a question for you too why do four companies control 80 percent of the u.s meat industry yeah big meat because big food crushes the little guy well you can help change that with moinkbox.com it's the best bacon the best steak the best chicken and the best salmon you're ever going to eat and The chicken and the steak and the salmon that you get from the grocery store, that ain't moik meat, my friends, okay? That ain't moik meat. I don't think that's their saying. Pretty sure it's not, but it ain't moik meat. It's, I I am, every time I get my order from moik meat, I open it up and I think, oh man, there's steaks and they look kind of good. I put them back in the freezer and then then I thaw them out. It is awesome and with moink you get the highest quality you've ever tasted and you're supporting real family farms it moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pastured pork and chicken wild-caught alaskan salmon direct to your door whether it's a home or an apartment yeah forget about uh, all that uh, other junk 
that you find at the prepackaged meat aisle. The animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar. Yeah. Sign up for moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. You're going to get a year of bacon for free, and then you can pick what meats you want delivered in your first box. And you can change what you get each month and cancel any time. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. I don't even know if you if you saw the episode, but uh, Kevin O'Leary, uh, Mr. Wonderful, said that it's the best bacon he's ever tasted, and I do not disagree with that one bit. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now, and you're going to get that free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but it is for a limited time. So go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy and get that free bacon for a year. Moinkbox.com, M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash Jeffy. I could spell it all for you if you wanted me to. I mean, M-O-I-N-K, moink, box, B-O-X, dot, D-O-T, com, C-O-M slash well you know how to spell slash and then jeffy yeah you know how to spell that too moinkbox.com slash jeffy okay so more on apartment living a lady claims that her toy you know her sex toy nearly killed her and burnt down her apartment i know you're thinking wait what yes Uh, She explained that she had used her toy a few weeks ago. Right. A few weeks ago. I find that hard to believe, but that's what she said. And she said she forgot to unplug it. It remained forgotten in her bed until it almost caused a fire. (laughs) The whole thing, now that I'm reading it out loud. It sounds fishy. Okay? It does. Okay? There's no way that she hadn't used it in weeks. She forgot to unplug it and then forgot about it in her bed and it almost caused a fire. I woke up with the thing going beside me because I got super drunk last night. Rolled on top of it, which flicked it on. It's completely melted. My whole apartment smells like burnt plastic. I honestly think it was minutes away from setting my whole apartment on fire, which is both embarrassing and terrifying. She added that the moral of the story is always unplug your toys. Okay, so this whole thing. There's no way she got really drunk and perhaps used it too much, which then caused it to overheat. And perhaps that caused the issue with the sheets and the bed issues. Now, of course, the companies are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, We need to take care of this and uh, let us know, you know, if it was our company we don't want to have any problems. Okay, stop it. If I mean, it's not a bad idea if it if you if you've overused it and it's not working properly. 
I mean, complain to the company. What's the worst can happen? They tell you no, or they send you a new one. They send you a new one. Life is good for a little while longer, right? Oh, yeah. All right, I know what you're thinking. It sounds plausible to me. It could happen, Jeff. It could have happened that she just had it, forgot about it, and rolled over, and it turned on, and then it got heated up and burned. Could it? Okay. I know some people commented about, uh, yeah, I learned my lesson when my wand plugged in for days, suddenly leapt into the air, shooting flames. Thank goodness I was home and in the same room. Yeah, thank goodness that you just happened to be in the same room. Okay, stop it. Well, we have the reports of the one woman telling uh, the mirror uh, how she was burned by an exploding toy. That is more plausible than having something plugged in for weeks and you forgetting about it in your bed. Shut up. I just I do not believe that at all. <laughs> now, of course, according to the uh, you know companies that provide these toys, you can relax and feel confident that your properly cared for toy will not set on fire. Many modern toys are fitted with fail-safe systems to switch off if the motors overheat. Are they? I'm more on apartment living. In San Francisco, the Millennium Tower. Now, we have talked about this before, where they had found in, I think it was last year, where they said that it was sinking and that they were going, they needed to fix the issue. So it opened in 2009. They claimed since it opened in 2009, it sunk 17 inches. That seems like a lot. Now, you can write your own jokes as far as 17 inches being a lot. But I'm saying, to me, it seems like a lot. I would not want to live in this building. I don't want any business in that building. But the residents of the tower were informed that the main tower was sinking in 2016 all right so now they've decided in 2020 we need to do something about that last last year they decided we need to do something about that it sunk another inch and we as construction people working for the government of california and the city of san francisco need to do something about it so we're going to repair it and we're going to take care of this sinkage problem or the shrinkage problem with the 17th. No, never mind. And so now they've decided, after they started working on it, you know, um, the building continues to sink even more. I think that the construction is causing it to sink more. We probably should just stop working on it. So let's go ahead and stop all work on it. I do not want to be in this building. They're just going to walk away. I mean, just leave it. You're fine. They said, even they said, hey, there's been no material harm to the building. It's fully safe. Is it? I mean, we've got buildings falling down in Florida that I don't know if there were, well, they were, it was pretty bad in Florida, no question. 
But if you're in a Millennium Tower, okay, so the homeowners will say, there, yeah, there's people, the 41st floor left the window open, caused the window to fail. Oh, it was because they left it open. That's why the window failed. It didn't have anything to do with the sinking. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, so you guys are fine. Just stay in the building. When that thing comes down, man, there's going to be some homeless people on the streets upset because they're not going to be able. There's going to be rubble there from the Millennium Tower. I mean, I guess we could let the homeless people move in and say, here's a place for you to live. And then if it falls, some would say it was a win win. All right. As long as we're on apartment living, let's stick with moron apartment living in Clearwater, Florida. A 70-year-old man has been accused of slamming a child to the ground at a playground for <laughs> after yelling that the kids were making too much noise. So the kids are in a playground playing Saturday evening, and the apartment dweller in Clearwater, Florida, hears these kids playing and having fun and screaming, gets pissed, comes out of his apartment, grabs the one kid by the shirt and throws him down on the ground, telling him to shut up. You guys are making too much noise. So he has been uh, arrested, and uh, the child was not seriously hurt. Wait, they took him to jail for that? Yeah, child abuse charges. And a 70-year-old man picks up a 10-year-old kid and throws him to the ground. You know, back in my day, they I've gone home and said, hey, Mr. So-and-so just threw me to the ground for making too much noise. And my dad would have said, then shut up. He's right. And today, today's world, you get arrested. Damn. Man, times are changing. Times are changing, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> sad, 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 sad. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. You know, that was a newer Coke Zero. Not as good. All right, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. I have very sad news yesterday that Norm MacDonald passed away. He was 61 years old. And he was battling cancer for the past 10 years and didn't say anything to anyone. He wanted to, you know, didn't want people to treat him differently. And I and I get that. Uh, it's just sad that Norm was a funny guy. I met him once in Tampa. And he was really funny, weird cat. And, of course, maybe it was, you know, because it was 530 in the morning and he didn't want to be up or he was still up. And uh, so, I mean, it was he was just it was just a, 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 a funny time to be with him but uh i really enjoyed his comedy and he was he was an acquired taste no question you had to understand i mean you if you you i can see people seeing norm in action going that's not funny yeah it is yeah it is it's, it's funny so i mean the comedy world definitely lost uh a modern day legend in norm mcdonald very sad and you saw i saw a picture of him with uh david spade and it was a recent picture not too long ago, and I thought, wow. I mean, he looked really thin, and he was really struggling. You could tell that he was really sick. And I don't remember, and maybe he was not, you know, going out going out doing these shows or whatever because 
close to the end because I don't remember seeing a picture of him going, whoa, Norm, what are you, what's going on? Why have you, are you sick? Because that's, you know, when people start losing huge amounts of weight and, you know, really have that sick look. It brings questions. It does bring questions. So if you were trying to hide it, you wouldn't go out. And I'm sure that was the reason. But anyway, sad news that uh, Norm passed away, and he he'll be missed. And I and you know there'll be all kinds of memorials for him, and it's well deserved. So Instagram is now uh, being reported that uh, Instagram makes teen girls feel worse about themselves. What? I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. I mean, it's very, I don't feel bad about myself. You are not a teen girl, Jeff. So Facebook has internal research that has found that uh, they're consistent for the past several years. Uh, Some teens using Instagram said using the service directly led to suicidal thoughts. Wow. Facebook's internal research said teens said they felt unattractive, not good enough, don't have enough money, trace their negative self-images back to the app. Here's a thought. It's not real. Well, that's easier said than done, Jeff. But in public, Facebook has downplayed, well, they've downplayed the impact. Yeah, no kidding. Duh. Why? You know, people using our app want to kill themselves. They're not going to report that. You expect them to do that? No, I mean, come on. They have a they have a billion active monthly users on Instagram, and more than forty percent of its users are twenty two years old and younger. And teenagers may suffer from eating disorders, anxiety, and depression as they mold their lives according to the Instagram aesthetic. So it's really important for parents, and it's a man that is a difficult task. Uh, I am well aware of how difficult that task is to create the, you know, let people and your children know it's not real. Cause I mean, it's hard for me too. It leaves you wanting more and just reeling. Those people have it all and I don't, but they really don't. They really don't have it all. That's a fact. They really don't. So I don't know, you know, I don't know other than limit your time on uh, the social network apps, uh, perhaps. And that's, you know, I know easier said than done. Um, I know that I just saw, and I, I just saw that September, if you're listening live today is September 15th, 2021. Uh, September is suicide prevention month. I would guess, and this is just a thought from chewing the fat. Every month is suicide prevention month. Don't you think? What do you think? If you feel like you're going to commit suicide, 800-273-8255. 800-273-8255. That is the Suicide Prevention Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay? Get some help. You don't... It's. I was going to make a joke, but there's. I don't want to make the joke. No, I don't. Don't start looking at me like, what's stopping you? Suicide is stopping me, okay? Suicide is stopping me. So you don't want to commit suicide. 
Because it affects everyone around you. Not only you, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't. Look, if you're spending too much time on Instagram, Amazon said it's going to add 125,000 delivery and warehouse workers in the U.S. ahead of the busy holiday shopping season. So the new hires are going to be paid an average of $18 an hour. That's a pretty good gig. Amazon plans to open 100 new logistics facilities this month alone, and they've already opened more than 250 airport hubs, warehouses, and delivery facilities this year. I mean, you I know this is a hub area, DFW, but I mean, I see the planes and the semis and the vans and the cars. I mean, it is an Amazon freaking world around here, man. You know what I don't see? An Amazon drone dropping my product off at my house. That's what I don't see. That's what I want, okay? I want. Yes, I'd like to have toothpaste and have it dropped in my front porch right then. That's what I want. This this whole two-hour thing waiting is too long. It's too long. So uh, one out of every 153 employed workers in the U.S. right now One out of every 153 works for Amazon. I thank you, I guess, is an order. There's a reason why Jeff Bezos is messing around with his toy rocket flying into what some people think is space. Let him do it. He's created this monster. This unbelievable. But. It's just another way for you to stay off Instagram. Or you could post, hey, I'm going into work at Amazon now. Click selfie. I guess we should say happy birthday to Prince Harry. Today is his birthday, so happy birthday, Prince Harry. What is he, 37 now? And still being uh, drug around from uh, the wife? You know she runs. I mean, she is. She is the ruler of that clan. Hardcore. Hardcore. Aren't all marriages like that? No. But they aren't like that. That's for sure, man. Oof. I mean, she. look what she's done. Look what she's done to him. He's fallen from a royalty. He's still royalty. He's still a prince. Is he? Uh, Maybe... Maybe technically, but he's not living the life of a royal. And he's has to be with her and now kids. Oh, man. And pretend he's got to do these podcasts. <laughs> he's making movies with Oprah. Yeah, life's hell, come to think of it. Come to think of it, it's probably a pretty good life for him. He doesn't have to wander around with dad stumbling around but he still believes in all that stuff and i saw a story the other day where he's uh big on uh the misinformation on uh the vaccines and that big tech needs to crack down how about you just zip it harry and if it's a problem go back to uh you know that country you came from instead of whining about the u.s Hey, but happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Have you watched Prince George yet on HBO Max? Because if you haven't, it's hilarious. And it's well worth the watch. 
If you were looking for the uh, YouTube channel for uh, Jordan Cheyenne, uh, she's pulled the plug. Uh, she had 500,000 subscribers, but uh, she faced a big backlash for telling her crying son to pose for a video thumbnail. And uh, she said, yeah, um, I've got to prioritize my son's health and well-being. And so I'm just going to take down my YouTube channel and my Instagram account for the well-being and health of my nine-year-old son. I, I was just pressuring him for this video thumbnail and it just got out of hand. And I just, you know, I just, I've got to get rid of it all. Um, okay, sure. No problem. But I can't go to any story today without seeing Simone Biles and all these gymnasts and their testimony. Every story has got live. Simone Biles and other gymnasts testify against ex-Olympic team doctor Larry Nasser. Um, he's in prison. The guy uh, is our government. Are we like? Am I? Is our actual federal government like ten years behind now? Is that where we're at? Because we had the they're doing the investigation on the McDonald's ice cream. And 10 years ago, that was solved by the internet. And now we're doing a big investigation into Larry Nasser case. And I, and I know the FBI bundled it and they've fired, I think they've fired one or more agents in that case for doing a crappy job, but he's in jail, right? For like, I don't know, 60 years in federal prison and he's 175 years in state prison. So he's gone. Have a nice day. So I'm glad to see these girls want to put this behind them and get this get this taken care of. Oh, they, they well, this is the way that they can do it, Jeff, by testifying how terrible he was. Okay, I thought that happened during the trial, but I guess not. I'm just... Just asking. Just asking a question is all. Just asking a question. So tonight, tonight, if you're listening live, the 15th of September, 2021. I know I already said that. Don't roll your eyes at me. I got it. I can read a calendar, Jeff. I know what day it is. Okay, thank you. Tonight will be the first space flight with all civilians not trained by NASA. Now, and of course, NASA, you know, they're using, they're launching it from Kennedy Space Center. They've done all kinds of, uh, all kinds of preliminary astronaut practice stuff. But, you know, NASA technically didn't, uh, didn't train them so it's supposed to take off at 802 eastern from uh from the launch pad if it's not cloudy you know if it might be cloudy so they're giving them a big i think they have like a five-hour launch window and then if it doesn't go they can try again tomorrow i think so they have a couple of days to try to take off so spacex is sending the crew of four into a low earth orbit And they're doing it to raise awareness and funding for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Are they? Are they really? 
Yes, Jeff. Yes. Okay. Well, none of the crew has never has ever been to space before. Two of the Inspiration Four crew were chosen by winning a sweepstakes. That's kind of sweet. I mean, nothing says America like, "Hey, I'm going to space. I won a sweepstake." Right? You remember the ad that ran during the Super Bowl, and the flight is being funded by Jared Isaacman, Mister uh, Entrepreneur Billionaire, Mister High School Dropout that uh, started uh, shift for payments and the first member he picked to be part of the mission is this Haley Arsenault a 29 year old from Memphis who works as a physician's assistant as a child she was treated for bone cancer ah you guessed it at St. Jude's and uh, made it her goal to work there and help others and as a result of her cancer she had to have a rod put in her leg making her the first person with a prosthetic to go to space the other crew members won their seats through the competitions through the uh you know (laughs) through the sweepstakes and uh the uh, one of the two that won through the sweepstakes backed out and said you know what i don't think so and so he picked the the guy that's going he said you can go in my place oh okay cool now how bad if something terrible happens God forbid something terrible happens, okay? Do you feel bad that you gave up your seat to that guy? Or do you wipe your brow going, I told you. I don't know. I'm asking. I'm just, that's what I'm here for. I'm just asking questions. That's all I, that's all I know. They're going to orbit for three days. To prove that a private company can ferry them, you know, safely to orbit and back. So does this count? I mean, are they going into space? Uh, okay. I mean, I know it's not the theme park ride of uh, Blue Origin or Virgin Galactic, but I guess this one counts. This actually counts. According to a new study, uh, the new study claims that humans have never left Earth's atmosphere. I know. So you're saying, wait, they, I thought we have gone into space. Nope. They claim here, the report concludes that the edges of the atmosphere extend more than 391,000 miles from the planet's surface. So that's twice as far as the moon. So we've never left Earth's atmosphere. Humans never left Earth's atmosphere. Okay. I mean, so for sure that 50 miles and the 60 miles or whatever it is for the Carmen line that the theme park space rides take you to. Um, so really, these even these people, according to this, they're going to orbit Earth, but... I mean, they've never left Earth's atmosphere, so does it even count as space? <laughs> I say no. I say no. Plus, you know, I mean, we're not ready for space travel like this. I mean, this I guess this gets us there and good. I'm all ready for it. I really, I'd be cool. I know there's no fat guy seating. Don't look at me like that. I already know. But it'd be really cool to go to do it. But we're not ready for just, hey, I want to go into space. You know, let's go to Mars. I'll get there in, you know, a week. We don't have that capability yet. And until we get for sure, until we 
I know that it's going to be a while before it takes a week to get to Mars. I got it. But until I can walk up to the rocket and go, here's my money for a ticket and walk on and sit down and take off, we're not ready for space travel. And that's not happening. We have to wait for clouds to roll by. There's lightning in the area. It's storming somewhere on the planet. When we have to worry about that, we're not ready for yet. So let's work on that, Elon. Okay? Jeff. Richard. Dick. Let's work on that, okay? With your little Blue Origin and your your little Virgin Galactic and your little SpaceX things you got going on. Let's make space travel easy. Okay? Let's do that. And then, then we can talk about whether we actually leave the Earth's atmosphere or not. Because it sounds like we haven't. Sounds like we haven't at all. Sure, we've been to the moon, but according to this, that's still in Earth's atmosphere. I thought I had to wear a suit. If I if you have to go somewhere and wear a suit to breathe, that's out of the Earth's atmosphere. I'm not an astronaut. I wasn't trained by NASA, but I'm just, you know, thinking out loud. And if I have to put on some sort of suit, or I have to do that diving underwater, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Well, we can rethink that. Never mind. So let me get this straight. A prostitute in Texas can be arrested three times for up to three. I mean, obviously, they could be arrested a thousand times, Jeff. The prostitute can be arrested up to three times and only charged with a misdemeanor. But if I get arrested soliciting a prostitute, it's a felony. This state is done for. What is going on with America and Texas? I thought this Texas was this great motherland. This tells me now. This tells me different. That goes into effect when? Is that already in effect now? Yeah, starts in our first. So it started the first of this month. So yeah. if I get arrested, or if I get busted for soliciting a prostitute. Caught. You get caught. Oh, yeah. If I get caught soliciting a prostitute by an officer, not a pimp. I mean, the pimp just wants more money. But the the officer, maybe the officer does too, come to think of it, especially in Dallas. Anyway, the uh, so if I get caught soliciting prostitution in the state of Texas, that's a felony? We're done. America's done. Uh, Texas for sure is done that's ridiculous and what happens to the prostitute so the prostitute that's what happens after the three minors excuse me sex trafficking victim please sorry so what happens after the three not minors but misdemeanors that does that now turn into a, a a felony i believe the fourth one is yeah okay so then that's i mean that's jail time and fines and everything else so if I'm charged with a felony, I've got a little. Please hold. Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us.
Thank you for holding. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll be with you as soon as possible. Thank you for holding and listening to Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll get back. Hello, Chewing the Fat. So, Texas law now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, purchasing or buying sex went from a Class B misdemeanor to a state jail felony. First state in America to turn the crime of buying sex into a felony. We're done. It's over. Shut this state down. Open the borders. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter anymore. So when the person's, let's see, so it goes into effect. Uh, okay. Harsher punishment. Okay. One year in prison, $4,000 fine. That can't. That can't be right. No, that's the misdemeanor. Wait, wait, wait. That's the misdemeanor. A year in prison. A year in prison and $4,000 fine for a misdemeanor? Come on now. A second conviction, which is would lead it to a third-degree felony, two to ten years in prison for paying for a prostitute? Oh, man, I did not know that they... What are they doing down in Austin, Texas? They People should walk out. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. I mean, this they walked out for a voting integrity law, but they passed this? Are you kidding me? Uh, and it is. It's all based on human trafficking. That's what they're... That's what they're based on. There isn't a prostitute in the world that wasn't human trafficked. Holy cow. This is, this can't be. Uh, I, I, Chad Prather for governor. I'm, I makes me want to run for governor of the state of Texas. I'm running on free prostitution. (laughs) That's my campaign ad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And those of you thinking, good. Good, you bastards. It's not like it's not going to happen. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't mean that we should make it right. No, but we're sending people to prison. So if your husband or wife, you may want them in prison and want to treat them like crap and beat them with a baseball bat because they went to a prostitute. Just, you know, thinking out loud. But... Do they actually deserve to pay thousands of dollars in fines and go to prison for attempting to have access to someone who's charging them for sex? Holy cow. Texas is done. We're done. I don't even know why I'm... I mean, I've got to move now. I've got to move. Back the truck up. And whatever you do, don't tell Chad Prather I said I wanted, I'd vote for him for governor. Don't do it, okay? I know some of you out there 
listen to him and see him, and you've seen me on his show before, but, man, I can't admit that I'd actually vote for him. But this could do it. In fact, this has done it. This has pushed me over the edge. That is agonizing. This happened under Greg Abbott's watch in the state of Texas. How about no? I mean, I'll even give you the Texas law about the sex toys. You know, they have, they've tried to ban them. They've tried to make them uh, go away with indecency laws. They're talking of, they've tried to make it so you couldn't openly display them. But now, and then they've got the law that you can't uh, have six. Anyone with six or more devices is presumed to be uh, promoting sex toy usage. Yeah, that's what we're doing with them. Are you, but this whole prostitution thing, man, I mean, I, I barely, I barely am giving you this, the sex toy thing in Texas. I just, that's old. It's already passed. They already, they already said it's not constitutional. It's still on the books, but nobody's going to enforce it. Good luck. But they'll enforce the prostitution thing. And I bet you in that line, I haven't read the entire bill or new law and i will but i'll bet you that they can take take your picture post it because you've been busted for a sex crime so you get to you get to be on posters all over the world and billboards all over the world as some sort of sexual crime deviant because you went to purchase prostitution you went to you went down on the street corner and said hey Yes, you. Hop in my car. Woo, woo. You're arrested for prostitution, soliciting prostitution. A year in jail, $10,000 fine. How about two years in jail? $10,000 fine. How about that? How about we ruin everything about your life because you wanted to get with a prostitute? Wow. Wow. It just... I know all the arguments. Don't look at me like that. I know. But come on now. Come on now. Seriously. So I read a story yesterday about a worker killed in material handling accident at Three Mile Island. And it makes you think that, you know, there's, oh, no, some big nuke accident. And he's melting from some, (laughs) you know, no, 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 sorry, no. He was unloading equipment from a truck. (laughs) So now we're to believe that they're just... Our government from a nuclear power plant would tell us he was unloading material. Okay. It was just a material handling incident. Okay. That's all. And I know that, you know, I want to believe that, that it was, you know, that it was just, you know, we're being misled. And I'm sure the conspiracy theories are through the roof on this one. But I have a a friend of mine a long time ago now. Uh, you know, died from a material handling incident. And it was sad. I mean, he worked for an ice cream company. 
and he was had a pallet of nutty buddies that he'd pulled off the truck, you know, on the loading dock. Don't start laughing. Okay, don't do it. All right, so my man Joe, and I love him. I love him then, I love him now. Bless his heart, rest in peace. He pulls the pallet off the truck of Nutty Buddies, and it starts to lean. And if you've ever worked in the grocery business, and, and I have, and we've talked about it before, you just push up back up against the pallet, the material, and it leans and pushes the other way, and you're good. And it makes it nice and even. Unless it doesn't. Unless it just continues to fall and it falls on you. And then it's death by Nutty Buddy. And so I can understand how this guy would have a material handling incident while he was, you know, unloading equipment from a truck. Something like that could happen. It's possible. Okay, it is possible. I'm just... Just saying it's possible. And one, a couple stories. I know we got to get out of here. I'm with you. I just want to quickly say, if what is being reported is true from General Miley, or from the Joint Chiefs of Staff, if that is being, if that's true, he's reportedly called to China twice to tell them he would let them know if we were going to attack them. If that's true, he should be drug out of the Pentagon, and stoned in town square. I, I, that, that is just treasonous. I can't, I can't believe that we're even discussing the possibility of this being okay. Well, he called and warned him that he said he would commit treason. He didn't really commit treason. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, he, he called and he told him he wouldn't. And by the way, it was for Trump anyway. We hated Trump so much. It was okay to commit treason. And it was okay to call to warn that he would commit treason. But he didn't really commit treason. Holy cow. It's just that we are in a, we're in a bad place. I can't. We've got generals selling information to China. And we've got soliciting for prostitution in Texas <laughs> being a felony. The world is going to hell. I'll tell you that right now. The world is going to hell. I'll leave you with this, though. This was sent to me last night on one of the socials. And uh, I thought, you know what? It was under the heading, think about it. Sent to me under the heading, think about it. Women with large breasts are generally more successful than men with large breasts. Think about it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.